as most of you know, we've been in a, in a series on relationships. We're going to continue that probably uh, this week and next week. And then, uh, you know, Easter's getting close. And I do want to encourage you to invite those around you. What a powerful time. Man, what a powerful time of year, Easter, when we celebrate the resurrection of Christ. Hmm. So what's going on today? Well, I, I would say what's going on in Orchardville, but I, there's not much going on in Orchardville. <laughs> Does anybody drive through Orchardville on the way here? <laughs> there's not much going on in Orchardville. Train up a child is what we're going to be looking at today. Good to see your body. Amen. God loves us, don't he? Don't he love us so much? Man, he just loves us. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Hmm. I got a good sermon this morning. I'm not sure if we're going to get there or not, but I got a good sermon. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Lord. You know, God's doing stuff, you know. He's doing things. And you know what God's biggest barrier is? God's number one barrier. Are you ready? And God does have a barrier. You know that? God has a barrier. And that is, is our heart. If we won't open our heart to him, that is a barrier. You know, in the Gospels it says that, you know, that Jesus, you know, went to his hometown and, of course, he had done miracles and signs and wonders, you know, all throughout the region. But it said he went to his hometown and he could do no mighty works. He couldn't do any miracles. He, all he could do is just a few small, simple things because of their unbelief. And what, what it amounts to is because her heart was closed toward him. And... Like I say, it wasn't because he didn't want to. It wasn't because he wasn't still the son of God because he didn't want them to know who he was, but it was simply because of their unbelief. So I encourage you, don't let these Sundays go by to where when the Holy Spirit speaks to your heart and he taps on your heart or he pricks your heart or he gives you a, a word that ministered to your heart, uh, don't let them go by. Don't, don't take those for granted. You know, we should, we should never take for granted whenever God speaks to us. <laughs> Can you imagine that? When the creator of the universe wants to speak to us, guess what we should do? <laughs> we should listen, right? Amen. Because you, you know why he speaks to us, don't you? You know why he taps. You know why he... <clears throat> You know why he puts that little bolt of lightning in your heart, don't you? Because he wants you to come closer to him. He wants you to know who he is more than you do. He wants to minister to us. And we should not take that lightly. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So guess what? God wants to speak to us 
today. Glory to God. If you got your Bibles, we'll be in several scriptures. I don't know if this will be one sermon today or if it'll be two. I'll probably have to break it down into two. We're going to be in Proverbs 22.6. If you've got your Bibles, you can go ahead and turn there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you some more. We're going to be in 1 Timothy 5.8, Deuteronomy 5.16, 1 Samuel 15.23, and Proverbs 22.15. We're going to be in those scriptures. Like I say, it might be today and then maybe next week. Uh, I really don't think I'll get through all this today, but, but we might. You just never know. So we've been, uh, uh, we've been in this relationship series, and last week, you know, we was in child rearing, and uh, I preached that life is not fair, and if, if, you, don't, if you wasn't here or if you, uh, you was in the back working or something, make sure you get that CD because your children need to know that, and you need to train your children what, what, what the, the spiritual truths that we looked at last week. Uh, today, we're going to continue on training up a child. Last week, I even mentioned uh, if anyone here had been in boot camp, and several had raised their hands, and of course, boot camp, now I don't know about you, but when I think of boot camp, I think of hard work. I think of push-ups, running, climbing, all kinds of very strenuous things. And the scripture here, it tells us to train up a child Proverbs 22, 6, it says, train up a child in the way they should go, and even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So we need to understand that training up children and raising children is not easy. Can I get an amen? Amen. 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 Uh, now, it can be easy if you just let them run and do and let them raise theirself. It, it can be easy. But let me tell you, it will come back to bite you. You know, if we don't train them up, basically what happens is, and, uh, you know, they just go out and do all kinds of crazy things, and then they bring their problems back to you. So we really never get away from that. So it's so important that we train them up. You know, and it's said many, many times, you know, if, uh, if babies or children would just come with an instruction manual, it'd be so much easier wouldn't it? Well, guess what? Let's look at slide one. Guess what? Babies do come with an instruction manual. Looky there. Who would have thought it? All these years, we didn't think that children came with instruction manuals, but they do. You know, as, as children of God, God commands us to train them. He commands us to raise them up in the things of the Lord. Isn't that right? So not only is it, it's our responsibility to raise them. You know, now, not all children are alike. We know that. My goodness, if anybody knows that, me and my wife knows that. We raised Kelsey, my beautiful daughter, sitting on the front row here today. And then Ori, I don't know, there's Ori right down there. And if there's any two children that was more different, I don't know who they would be. Because as Kelsey with her, we just kind of looked at her, you know, with a kind of a stern look, and she would obey. Ori, on the other hand, 
Not so much at all. Not so much. But look at him today. He's a young man that loves the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody said it was going to be easy. And you just think back. Think back when you were a child. Was you easy? No. No, you wasn't. No. Raising children is difficult. Proverbs 22.6, train up a child in the way they should go. And there are basically three areas I want to talk to you about today. The first one is work. You know, children should work, you know. 60 hours a week. They need to work. They need to get a job. So the first one's work. The next one is honor. And then the third one is discipline. Is discipline. So I'm going to repeat that. Work. Honor, we should train them to honor people, respect people. And the next one is discipline. Now, let me tell you, if we will focus on the first two, which is train them to work, teach them to work, and train them to honor and respect people, the discipline will be so much easier. Now, some of you are saying right now, you're thinking that you know, we need to let little Johnny just enjoy childhood. They shouldn't have to work. And, but, you know, I'm not talking about a 40-hour week. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about it says train them. Train them up. So, see, the goal to start out is not to run a triathlon. No, the first thing you need to do if you're going to train for a triathlon is to, is to train and work and run a mile. And then after you run a mile, then you try to run two miles. And then after that, then you run three miles. Well, see, it's the same thing is true with our children. We don't expect them to work a 40-hour week. But we do expect them to do the small, simple things around the house that can help us. Right? Now, I know some of you are thinking right now, hey, when my kids help, it is no help to me. Right? Right? How many, how many of you women can bake a cake faster by yourself than with your kids helping you? Oh, yeah. But here's the thing. It's not about you. You're not, you don't ask them to help you. You don't teach them to do the trash. You don't keep, teach them to cook, to clean, and to help. You don't teach them because of, for your sake. You teach them for their sake. So just because it's more work for you, hey, I'm sorry, you already made that choice. God says, suck it up. He says, train them. He says, you've got to train them in the way that they should go. Sometimes we think that, well, it's too much work to have them, you know, to have them help me. It's not about that. It's about us training them where to go. So, work is a very important thing to train our kids. Of course, now some of you are thinking now, well, my little Johnny or my little Sally. Is there anybody here named little Johnny or little Sally? I hope not. <laughs> if there is, I'm talking to you, okay? <laughs> All right. Some of your parents are thinking or, your grandpa, or you're thinking right now that, you know, they just can't do anything to help me. I mean, there's nothing that they can do. They just can't help me. But now, now notice this. Let's, let's go to slide two. Now notice this. Now let me ask you this. 
Does anybody in here, can your kid, children or your grandchildren, can they operate a smartphone? Can they? Huh? Isn't it amazing what these young kids can do? You know who me and Chris go to if we have a problem? We go to Ori with our phones. Hey, Ori, my phone won't do that. So leave it da 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 and it's done. But isn't it amazing what our children can do with a smartphone, isn't it? It's, it's crazy, all the, the games they can go to. My grandson, Meyer, he's five years old, and he goes on there, and he gets to his game, and he don't like that game, and he'll go to another game, and he plays that game, and all kinds of crazy stuff. He's five. So our kids and our grandkids, they can operate a smartphone, right? What about this next slide? What about this? Can your children or grandchildren... What about any of these? <laughs> Can they operate a washing machine? Can they up? Let me see. Let me see. Can you guys? Uh, well, let's first of all let's start here. Do you guys recognize anything that's up there? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that really wasn't fair, was it? No, that wasn't fair. I shouldn't have asked that. <laughs> but just in case you don't. A washing machine, a dryer, a dishwasher, all of those things. I, I want to tell you if, you, if your children can operate a smartphone, guess what? You can train them to operate these things. You can teach them to do that. You can, whether it's a vacuum cleaner, you know, or a broom, whatever the case may be. Why should you do that? Because the scripture tells you to do that. It says to train them up in the way they should go. And let me tell you right now, that's how we train them. I have employed many, many young people over the years. I'm talking a lot. I don't know, probably 20, maybe more than that, probably more than that over the years. And let me tell you, I can't tell you how many of them was prepared for the workplace. Very few. I will tell you, was prepared for the workplace. They wasn't prepared for, an, for a regular job. And see, that's, that falls on the parents. That falls on the, on the parents. That falls on us as parents. <clears throat> so see, it's not about a 40-hour work week to start off, of course. And really, it boils down to this. We can either teach them now when they're young or we can try to teach them when they're 25 and still living at home. Now, which do you want to try to do? Which is it? Do, do you want your children to have five jobs? You know, I, I've told, uh, and there might even be some here today that I've told this to. In fact, I'm pretty sure there are. You know, I've told numerous young people over the years, I know this is probably not your dream job. But you need to learn how to work, how to show up on time, and how to do your work so that when you do get your dream job, you can keep it. You can hold it. You won't get fired. You won't get passed up. Hmm. Now, I know some of you are probably thinking, well, I really come here to hear the Bible. I really didn't come here to hear this preacher's opinions. I'm glad you said that because... 1 Timothy 5, 8. Now, I wish I had, uh, I wish I had 
full revelation on this scripture. I wish I did. When I do, you will know it because I will preach on this scripture when I get full revelation on it. But I don't have full revelation. So, but let's look at it. It says, but anyone who does not provide for his own. Now, who's that talking about? That's talking about our family, right? That's talking about our, our, our family and, and, uh, and those in our household. So God expects us, not only us, but also our children, when they grow up, he expects us to provide for our own. Now, let's go ahead and read. Now, now notice how the importance that God puts on this. This is crazy. This blows my mind. And especially for those in your household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Can you believe that? The scripture says, if we don't train our children to, to work and, and to do things and provide for their own, hey, it's a bad deal. I'll just tell you that. That's how much revelation I have on this scripture. If we don't do that, it is a bad deal. It's important. Can you see that? So see, it's not just all my ideas, right? And here's another thing. School teachers, I know there's lots of school teachers that attend here. You'll like this. We got to train our children to work. And here's why. We got to train them to take out the trash. We got to train them to help mom make the bed, do the, do the dishes, dry the dishes, put the dishes up, put up the clothes, fold the clothes, all of those things. We have to train our kids to do that. Now, let me tell you why. You can never get mad at a teacher or a principal that cannot get your children to learn or to do something in school if you can't even get them to take out the trash. It's true, isn't it? It's true. Train them up in the way that, you know what I wish when I was young? I would have wished I would have allowed and listened to my parents more. You know? I hate to say this, but I almost wish that they might have even been tougher on me. You know? I didn't think I'd ever say that. Mmm. But we can't expect, we cannot expect our teachers and those in authority, we can't expect them to do something that we can't even get them to do ourselves. Don't work that way. Don't work that way. There are so many things that you will teach your children when you teach them to do small chores around the house. And see, you're training them. You're training them for the long haul. You're training them that one day they will have a 40-hour-a-week job. One day they will have a productive job. One day they will have a job that they like. You know, I think that's one reason why there's so many uh, young people go to college and they pick a major and th they don't like the major. And, you know, this is just part of growing up. And I've always said it's not fair to ask a 17 or an 18-year-old person what they want to do the rest of their life. I mean, how, they, how do they know? How are they going to know? It's just like shooting a dart. You, you try it and you might like it and you might not like it. But let me tell you, you're... Uh, your odds of success are a lot greater if they work a little bit around the house and they have projects around the house and then they are more likely to know what they want to do for a living 
than if you don't teach them nothing. You can't tell anything about a job by watching TV. How many of you here would love to restore a car by watching TV? Sean Johnson? <laughs> it takes about an hour for them to fully restore a car. What's up with you? Why, why does it take you so long? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. The same way with being a nurse or being a doctor. You cannot tell what your children do not know what they want to be by watching TV. All right? So we have to train them up. The second thing I want to talk to you about this morning is honor. And honor and respect. And it's one of the Ten Commandments. Actually, it's the it's it's fifth commandment. It's right in the middle. And I think it really acts as a stationary, a, a foundation for the, the ones on each side. Deuteronomy 5.16. It says, honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God commanded you. And you will live a long life, a full life in the land that your God has given you. So honor your father and your mother. We see, we have to teach our children that, right? I mean, you know, that, that's, one of, that's one of the Ten Commandments. I mean, if we can't do anything else, surely we can do the Ten Commandments, right? You know, if I was to put, if I was to give you one problem that plagues America today, I would say it's this right here. Parents do not teach their children to honor their mother and their father. Okay, but what about, and, and, and here, here's where I'm going with this. In America today. So, what do you think this scripture just means, just your mom and dad? You think that's what it means? Let me tell you, no, it doesn't. What about aunts and uncles? Does that mean that your child should honor your mom and dad and be nice to them and friendly to them and then, and then disrespect the aunts and uncles? What about grandmas and grandpas? Huh? No. No, we have to teach them. This is, well, what this scripture is actually talking about is those in authority. Those above us in authority. God's all about authority. And here's the thing. If we don't respect him and honor uh, let, me, let me rephrase that. If we don't honor and respect our parents, there's a good chance we will never honor and respect God. That's right. That's right. It's true. So what about those others around us? What about our teachers? What about mom and dad? Why, why can't we get them to why can't we get our children just to respect mom and dad? Well, let me tell you what I think probably the number one problem is. Your children will never respect mom if you're yelling at mom. If the dad is yelling and dragging mama through the coals all the time, you're, you know what your children are going to do? They're going to yell at mom and they're going to drag mom through the coals all the time. If, if mama is always talking that dad, he can't do nothing, he's, he's this and he's that, guess what your children are going to do? They're not going to have no respect for, your, for, the, for the father. Because, you know why? Because you're training them not to. You're training them not to. Your children will never respect 
school teachers and principals and those in authority, if you talk about the teachers and those in authority all the time and say, oh, them silly teachers, if they would do this, if they would do that, I don't know what they're doing down there. If you talk like that at home, guess what your kids are going to do? They are going to have no respect, and they will give the teachers no honor when they go to school. It won't happen. It won't happen. Why? Because we're teaching them not to. See, this scripture, it tells us to, to honor and respect everyone. Everybody. Everybody. Aunts, uncles, teachers, school teachers, pastors, youth pastors, everyone. Sunday school teachers, Walmart attendees, Napa workers. Yeah. I'll tell you. You know, this is just kind of a side note about me. Uh, I, when it comes to business and when it comes to, to, to Napa, I can put up with lots of things from customers. I mean lots of things. But when somebody comes in and starts talking down to, to the people that work for me, that, that's where I draw the line. They can talk to me like that, but they better not talk to my, the employees like that. And the, re, the reason I feel like that, because I know how the employees teach them, treat them. I know they treat them with respect. Slide four. We got one here for you. Slide four. Now notice this. Uncoachable kids become unemployable adults. Let your kids be used to someone being tough on them. It's life. Get over it. So let me tell you about something about honor and respect. And you not getting all ruffled with people in authority, okay? All right, are you ready? This is very important. Everyone that is hard on your children or on your grandchildren are not against them. Everyone that requires more or asks more or try to raise your kids to a higher level or discipline them or instruct them Everyone that is hard on your kids, that does not mean that they're against them. What that means is they're trying to get the most out of them. You know, for, for a lot of teachers and a lot of people in authority, in, in authority, it'd be a lot easier for them to just, okay, kids, just go do what you want. I don't care if you shoot baskets or not. Coaches, it'd be a lot easier for them to say, I don't care if you shoot. Now, you don't have to run killers. I don't care what you do. Just go do it. Wouldn't it? Instead of training them and trying to draw the best out of them. You know, I, I think I shared this on a Wednesday night. There's a, there's a young man that I, that I know, grew up, I grew up with. He was, he was uh, if there's anybody an athlete, he was an athlete. But he was never taught. He, he, he never had to work and he never had to practice. He was, he, he was above average when he didn't do anything. But guess what happened? He didn't do anything. Because he didn't have someone to drive him and to push him and to raise him up to where he really could have done something. So just because people are hard on your children, don't let it, don't take that wrong. Don't think that, well, they don't like my child. Well, you know what? They might like that child more than you think. They might be trying to raise that child farther than you think they are. They might be trying to get the best out of your child. 
right? Now, some of you are, you know, are, and of course we know, and in case you don't know, your child is not always an angel. I know. Get the Kleenexes. Hand them to them mamas. I know. Your but I want to tell you, your child is not always an angel. Mamas, anybody need a Kleenex? Huh? Because I know you're about to shed a tear. But it's true. And this is what I've learned over the years. Any child is capable of doing anything under the right situation and the right influences. Even though you train them up, they still might make mistakes. Even though they have a good heart, they still might make mistakes. I had a, I had a situation one time. Uh, was, we was uh, uh, in a small group and we was talking about different things and uh, some of the parents was talking about some of the mistakes their children had made and, and this mama spoke up, oh, not mine. Oh, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He, he wouldn't do anything like that. I know him too well. He'd never do anything like that. And, and I promise that this is a true story. A week later, oh, my boy, I didn't know he was doing all those things. Hey. If a teacher or somebody tells you that your children has a bad attitude once in a while, you know what you need to do? You need to believe them. Because they're really not wanting to tell you that anyway. And when you do, when they do tell you that, you need to believe them. Now look how important this is. 1 Samuel 15. Hey, go straight to uh, 1523. 1 Samuel 1523. Now notice how important this is for our children to honor and respect those around us. Now notice this. It says rebellion... Rebellion is a, as sinful as witchcraft. Go figure that. Rebellion is sin as witchcraft. Now notice this next one. Husband and wives, notice this next one. And stubbornness is as bad as worshiping idols. Can you believe that? Rebellion, of course, we would never, we would never intentionally do those things but that's why we have to teach our children to obey not only us, not only grandma and grandpa, but we have to teach them to obey people that are in their in authority. Hmm. If we will train our children to honor and to respect everybody, they will be more likely to honor and respect God. And that's our goal, isn't it? Mm. But we must train them. We must train them. Amen. Stand with me, please. Will you please? Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Once again, I, I encourage you. I, you know, I this probably isn't really deep spiritual truths to most, most, of you, uh, most of us sitting here. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to do a checkup. I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that there is a difference between knowledge and wisdom. And that's why the Scriptures tells us to seek wisdom. 
to seek, we seek knowledge. And then when we seek that knowledge and we obtain that knowledge, then we put that knowledge into practice. And that is wisdom. So see, it really doesn't matter if we know all of these things or if we know the Bible from the front to the back. What's important is the little bit that, that we do know, the little bit that we do understand, we activate that in our lives. I'll tell you, and that's one reason why I, I try to primarily preach and teach biblical truths. Yeah, I want you to know the Bible. I want you to know where the books are in the Bible. I want you to know where your scriptures are. I want you to know all that things. But if I was to have a choice, the number one thing I'd rather you know is the biblical principle behind it. Because see, the biblical principle is what you have to enact in your life. We can know the entire Bible from front to back, but if we don't implement that in our life, and if we don't understand the biblical principles behind it, will not be get to where we want to get. Amen. Amen. Bow your heads with me, please. Heavenly Father, we do worship you, Father. We praise you. We thank you for biblical truths. We thank you, Father, for leading us and guiding us and show us the things that, that you want us to hear and see. Father, we just praise you this day and we worship you this day. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to take this time, I want to take this altar time first to come and pray for our children and our grandchildren. And I just ask, go ahead and start coming now. If you have children and grandchildren that need prayer, <clears throat> I'll tell you what. I just like to call it the way I sit. Okay? I like to call it the way I sit. You know, if we can't be honest and truthful in church, where can we be honest and truthful at? And I see that I see this all the time. I wish I didn't, but I do. I see this all the time. There's a young person going through troubles whether they're having addiction problems or whatever the case may be, they're going through all kinds of troubles and their brothers and sisters and moms and dads and, and they all want to help them, they all want to support them. And then when that, when that addict or that person in sin or whatever finally decides to go to church, they won't go to church with them. <laughs> it don't, that don't make sense. If we want God to move on our behalf and our children, we have to ask for that. We have to do something. Same is true right now. Now, I don't mean to shame you into coming down for prayer. You can pray right where you're at. But here's the thing. If you're not praying for your children right now, shame on you. Who else? Who do you think is going to pray for them? If we don't cry out to God and say, God, help me with my children, who's gone to? The seeds that we sow will grow. They can be good seeds and they can be bad seeds. Thank you, Father. Father, I just pray. Father, I lift up all the young people right now, Father. Father, 
You forgive me, Father, for giving these young people a hard time once in a while, but I just do it in fun. Father, just I just pray blessings upon you. Father, may each and every one of their hearts be open toward you. Father, will you lead them, Father? And when you speak to them, make sure they hear you. Children, have your, have your hearts open to God. Be ready for him to speak to your heart. Be ready for him to lead you. Be ready for him to guide you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.